to Rock Bottom Radio, you guys. Thank you for coming on the air. Of course. I'm sitting here with Nicole. Say hi. Hi. Mark. Hey, what's up? And my co-host, Rua. Hello. So do you guys have any idea what you're getting yourselves into right now? Mm, No, not at all. Okay. Well, that's great. You do a little bit? (laughs) You've heard my podcast before? No, not yet. Oh, well, then you have no idea. No idea. (laughs) (laughs) Zen for one. All right. So I was looking up, you know, just random shit on the internet like I always do. And uh, something I looked up was this guy who was talking about how he was, like, backpacking through China. And, like, he had, like, this meaningful life and, like, everything was great. And then he came back to America and, like, everything just got screwed up. You know what I mean? And, like, he was talking about how he hit rock bottom. And so he says that there's three things that you should do when you hit rock bottom. Okay. And so I'm, I'm going to kind of read these to you guys and you guys give me your feedback. So... The first one that he said he did was he created a happiness ritual. So basically, like, he said that he would look at different things throughout his day and write down what made him happy. Hmm. Which I thought was kind of interesting because, I mean, honestly, when you're using drugs and you hit rock bottom, how many of us are... How many, you know? (laughs) How many of us are sitting there writing down everything that makes us happy, (laughs) right? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. And so the next one was he did a 30-day experiment. Which I feel like we all do when we go to treatment, right? 30-day experiment right there, mm. yep. you know? Yep. And then uh, <clears throat> he said when the, he would set a timer, and then when the timer went off, he'd write down two things. What he was doing and how he felt in the flow of what he was doing, basically. And then after that, he went on to say that he did a 80-20 your problems. So he would write down, like what was causing him problems throughout the day and try to negate it. So 20% problems and 80% no problems. That's crazy. Wait, so, is this, he's on drugs? No, or no, he's he, sober. No, he's <laughs> sober. He said he just like was in a bout of depression, hmm. which he, you know, he said something like, it's a funny thing being depressed if you've never been depressed. Before, suddenly there's a wall of resistance around everything in your life. Everything is so difficult. It takes so much effort and every day is a struggle. Which, I mean, I think as addicts, we can all kind of relate to. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. But I don't know if I ever sat down and like... Sat down and write <laughs> out. Not at all. Yeah. Write down like what makes you <laughs> happy. Too. Yeah, like if, if I had the gift to like sit there and like 80-20 my problems, I think life would be great. Right. So why don't like, Nicole, can you give us a rundown of like what your rock bottom was? Mm. Mm, fuck. First of all, how long, how long have you been here? I've been here for almost at CRLA. Yeah, a year, April sixteenth. Okay, and how much? How long have you been clean? Eight months. That's a little awesome. over, like a couple of days over eight months. That's cool. Yeah. So, what was your rock bottom that led you to getting clean? Um, man, I was just being completely miserable. I was in jail for forty-five days before I came here. Um. Just having, you know, like having to go through the day just, I mean, I've been using heroin for about five years and um, right from the start, it was horrible, you know, but um, I like accepted it almost. It wasn't that I accepted it. Like I, I felt like things could get better one day, but it took me a while to get here. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there like a defining moment like that you remember where you were like, I have to stop? You know, maybe not necessarily you didn't stop, but it kind of just like a moment where you were like, oh, God, I can't do this anymore. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, I had a couple when I, I mean, like, I've been to jail, you know, a couple times and got on probation. And, you know, when I robbed a Target, you know. You to, robbed a Target. Yeah, robbed a Target <laughs> for PlayStation controllers to give to my dealer and ran out. I was with my mom. She's waiting in the car and comes and looks for me. You know, come outside and Wait, like your, your mom took mo- you to Target. So my you can mom. Rob well, she didn't know. Oh, okay. I went in there. <laughs> you know, went to get a couple controllers to sell to my dealer because that's what he liked for his kid. And um, went in there and came out. My mom knew something was up. Goes in there for about like ten minutes, and I'm calling her like, "Let's go to the car because I see a little guy in a red shirt come out, and he's like staring at me." Like five minutes later, like literally ten motorcycle cops like came in, came into the parking lot for PlayStation for controllers. PlayStation controllers. Like I felt what, like what I had robbed, in? you know, <laughs> with a gun or something. But no, it was PlayStation controllers. It was in um, Mission Viejo. Okay, that, ma- that makes sense. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Ten motorcycle, like literally ten motorcycle cops. Yeah, I, like, my ran. I'm in heels, just got out of court, you know, like right. about to run. And they all surrounded me and were like, put your hands up and you know? And then my mom comes out and I and she's like screaming, you know, and like at that point I'm like, What am I doing? I'm going to jail right now. Was she screaming in Spanish? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like Mija, que estás haciendo? You know, like <laughs> what'd you do? You know, like freaking out, like my poor little Mexican mom, you know. I think that's like almost, <laughs> that's probably like the second worst language to get yelled at. Hell yeah. In Spanish. It's like the worst. The first, the first is one? Armenian. The first is Armenian <laughs> or, or like Russian. I feel you. But even Dude, when they're bad. speaking to you in Armenian, you're like, Why are they yelling? Why are they <laughs> My mom will be like saying something and feels like she's just yelling at me. It's all worse in Spanish. It sounds horrible. Now, did you? Okay, now for people who don't know, Mark and Nicole are brother and sister. Yeah. Now, yeah. Mark, did you know that this was that this happened when Nicole was in the Target? Did you guys use drugs together? No, I mean we have in the past, like uh, not too much. Um, we would make each other, like we would make sure each other was good. Um, like I knew she was using, she knew I was using. She would stop by my girlfriend's house, and I would put like a couple pieces on a piece of foil and like <laughs> give it to her outside the gates. You know, yeah. There was like once or twice where we actually smoked together because I smoked basically mostly the full three years I was using. It wasn't until like the last two months right. that I actually shot something up. That's crazy. I yeah, was so, so sloppy. So who he started was like using very first? smart. Heroin, using heroin. heroin, me. I feel like the women get sloppier faster. I, I was <laughs> <laughs> we do. It was bad, dude. I was just a mess. I mean, because Nicole, you're kind of like, you're, you're very reserved, but you're also very hood. Like, you know, I, I can see the hood on you. Oh, yeah. Mark, Mark's a lot, like, very reserved. He's very sweet. He's a lot like your dad. Right. You, you have completely. a really sweet dad. Oh, yeah. Know? My dad's just and, sweet. And so I could see, like, I could see Nicole going pretty hard, but, like, when your brother came into treatment, I was like, I, I don't I know. See everyone it, was like, this is your brother? I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he's a pothead, you know? And he's like, oh, no, I did heroin. I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense, <laughs> you know? Yeah, know. That's yeah crazy. it was definitely the sloppier one. And he didn't know at that time. I mean, he knew, he didn't know I was going into Target and doing this, know. you know? Right. And fuck, man, what it led me to. Like, literally, what that led me to hurting, get, you know, leaving court, needing to, like, go pick up and robbing a, a Target, you know? So, what Having, was the outcome of the cops? Like, did they arrest you or? Oh, yeah, they arrested me. Um, was your mom there? Yeah, my mom was there. Like she's traumatized. Violation. We've had cops come to my house, like knocking on the door. Like she's traumatized with cops. She hates them. Now, have the cops ever? Have you ever been arrested, Mark? Uh, only two DUIs. Two DUIs. <laughs> only. Well, only. Only, only, yeah. only two. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. I've, I've, you know, I've been using since twelve, and I've never had a drug possession. Since charge. twelve. 
Yeah, but like I'm talking about like weed and alcohol. Oh, and then, okay. I was like, dang, like, you were doing heroin at 12 years old. <laughs> no, but all throughout my using coke, speed, whatever it was, yeah. like mm-hmm. I just never got a possession charge. Um, I never got lucky. one either. Yeah. I mean, I got high speed chases and stuff, but never possession. <laughs> never possession. No. Yeah. So once you hit that point, you went to jail for yeah. for is that when you went to jail for 45 days? No, I went. I went a couple times. I'm trying to think. I went. It, it was like a petty theft. It it was a robbery and went down to petty theft. Um, I was in there for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I was in there for two weeks. Um, you know, and I have gotten arrested before with way worse things. But that um, was kind of like your. But moment that of was like, oh my god! I'm robbing a Target right now. You know, not with even like mom. shoot. Yeah, with my mom. <laughs> like not even like going to rob some dealer or like you know. It was right. going to a Target, having my mom there. Freaking out, me going to jail, on probation, hitting my third violation. Over. What's the jail like in Orange County? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a resort stay? <laughs> I was in Santa Ana, so I oh, mean, that's pretty. That's pretty gnarly. <laughs> Santana, I, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I heard they got, <laughs> they got some crazy stuff. The Mejis definitely take over, right? In there, you the, know. The so I, the Mejis, the, the Mexicans. Oh, so when I came in there, I was taken care of right I'm, away. I've never heard that before. Mejis, 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 a little, little, a little, short, a little, Mejis, you know. So what do they call the white people? Wetas. <laughs> Oh, okay. Just well, that does. makes that makes sense. I just <laughs> thought maybe there was. I wonder if there's like, like the a... white girls over there, you know. But I was cool with both of them, you know. Like I'm so she, born and raised cool in California. The, the Mechies and the Wedas. <laughs> would they have protected Ashley? Who? I probably would have rolled with the Mechies. Yeah, I feel she probably like. would have for sure. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. For sure. Taken you in. I mean, <laughs> I, I blonde hair, with... blue eyes, yeah, white I... skin, everything perfect. I was with. She's like the Mexican chick in prison, actually. Yeah, I was, and she's from like Paca. So you know what I mean? She was yeah. crazy. Yeah, this girl was crazy. <laughs> like she, she was insane. She's like, here, I'm like seven months pregnant. She's like, can you go pass these drugs on the yard for me? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem, <laughs> no babe. Problem, I, I got, got you. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, in jail, that's kind of what you do, right? So Absolutely. after this happened, I mean, you still continued to use, obviously. Yeah, I got out. Um, kept using, you know. I I really didn't think I could stop. I just knew one day I wanted to stop. Like I didn't accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't accept. You know this this life. I knew I could do better, but I kept going because I couldn't stop. You know, um, which makes sense because I feel like we all kind of get into that place where it's like, well, I you know I want to stop, but I don't think I can. Right, like I want to, and I know, like I've never gotten to the point where like, dude, I want to, like, be done and die. Like it was like, no, I had hopes and dreams, and I felt that one day, but I didn't think anytime soon. You know, and then I got another possession and went to jail, and I was there. It was my third violation, and I that was my I caught my own case. You know, my probation officer has been trying to help me for like a long time. Knew my family, like knew what was going on with me. Knew I wanted to stop, but I couldn't. I was very honest with her with everything. Mm-hmm. So she um, which gave is me, crazy. yeah, which is unbelievable. <laughs> I gave her twenty seven dirty tests, and never once did she arrest me because I was just completely honest with her and told her I was a junk. Like I need help. I should have tried that. I should, yeah, you should have just been completely honest. No fake pee, nothing. You know what I mean? Well, actually, now using fake pee, like if you alter your pee when you go in to test for probation, it's a felony. So you'll get. Oh, I oh, mean, at least shit. in Ventura yeah. County. Yeah, no, that, I don't I'm know sure. about anywhere else, but yeah, it's a felony now if you're found altering any bodily fluids. 
you get arrested for a felony and do more time. Hmm. Damn. Yeah, I, no, I talk sure about they... a rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. I went in there to pee and I got arrested because I altered my, <laughs> my pee. pee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. That, yeah. So I, um, you know, then I went in for 45 days. It was supposed to be in 90 with half, you know, 90 yeah. with half, 45 days and got out ready to go again you know like in there like i really was like i'm gonna stop like this is it you know like i had kicked i'm dying in there you know cold turkey horrible you know getting up for count fixing my bed changing kicking you know like all that like it was horrible and um you know then i i got out i really wanted to stop but i i had no nothing to like mm-hmm. no tools nothing i i didn't even really know what aa was about or any of that you know and she was like i went and visited my probation officer test dirty for her and um you know she was like you need to go to a program and i was like yeah i'll do 30 days she's like no 90 and like 90 to me She'll at that do the point 30 day experiment <laughs> yeah for sure you know 30 <laughs> day experiment you know get out and she's like no 90 and i was like like to me, ninety at that point, I was like, "Damn, like that's a long time." You know. Now I look back and it's like, "Thank God," you know. Yeah, I mean, when I when I relapsed, because when I got out of prison, I was clean for like a solid four months on the street. So I had like I strung together about eighteen months, and then I relapsed, and I was like, "Look, I need to go to a program, but I ain't doing no six month program. Like I'll go do ninety days. That's all I need, just enough time to clean up my act and get my shit back together." You know. Yeah. And then I came in here and I've been here eight months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how'd that happen? This is crazy. <laughs> what is, yeah, no, it's crazy. And I give props to people who come in like on their own will. You know, I had mm-hmm. to get pushed by probation, but thank God because I thought I could never stop. And once I got my 90, I was like, maybe I could do one more month. Yeah. You know, maybe, but that's, I relapsed on my 90 mm-hmm. days, you know, me and Alicia. Which is okay. Whoops, Whoops I mean, a little <laughs> slip. So what happened when you relapsed? Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Alicia, I don't, you know, at that point, I wasn't really, I thought I was doing good, you know, like, I thought I was doing everything that I could. Um, Which is when they say, like, if you think you're doing good. Right. It's so weird. (laughs) Right. Like, when you think you're doing good, it's right when it's going to happen. I was like, I'm good. I got this first time getting sober, first time doing AA. I'm like, oh, hell, you know, like, I was into it. And I don't know, like, I just was not like very truthful like to the point where i thought i was getting all my truth out but there was more you know and there was more that and i needed to be honest and do all the things that they tell us to do you Mm -hmm. know and um i am working with chris batham at this point um with alicia and we were going to run some errands and we just started talking about it and kind of just like messing around with it about going to use kind I don't of know, like just, just messing around just it. joking yeah. like oh we should, I want to get high you know and then within like 20 minutes we're like call your call your dealer and my dealer was in Orange County and she's from NorCal so she um w- you know we had we ended up going she didn't have a dealer down here she's from NorCal and we ended up going to Skid Row first time Damn. for me from Orange County going you know over here um you know going to Skid Row and that was like damn the whole time i was like what am i doing like on the way there like what's gonna praying that it won't ha- you know n- nothing's gonna happen but at that point i had no defense over it you know what i mean like i wasn't working an honest program which at that point i thought i was you know right. saying i got this i know what to do you know at th- now i know i don't got this you know and that's why i keep keep trudging keep like working at this because i don't got this you know at eight months like i'm doing good but anyways we went down there where were you mark when this was going on 
Did you know that she was intrigued? You knew she Active was intrigued. Active using, okay. yeah, I was out there. You Did know, you talk um, to her though, like? Yeah, I, I, we we would talk, you know, frequently. You know, I'd say, "How's it going over there?" and this and that. And she knew I was still using, um, but she wouldn't like talk to me about it. I think, um, I mean, she would here and there, um, but she never like said, "Dude, you need to do this," or "I think you should come to treatment." She didn't say that once to me. You know, like she always. Uh, well, she said it in a different way. She was like, um, you know, like if you ever think if you ever want to come up here or whatever, just let me know, you know, just like. Um, but, yeah, I was out there using and we would talk frequently. I, w- I, w- I was coming to family day mm-hmm. every, every weekend, you know, for the first like, you know, whatever, six, seven months she was here, um, you know, loaded. Loaded. I would go out to the car, you know, on like the lunch. That's when Ando. And then uh, one, one, of, one of the times I was there was when family day was at Cole Canyon and they were like, um, you know, you, like we already ate lunch and it was <laughs> oh, almost God. time to go anyways. <laughs> and then like he came up to me and he was all like, you know, like, hey, you know, you got to go. And then like, I was like, <laughs> I was like for bro. real? Like, He's like, bro, you have to fucking go. Because yeah. like, <laughs> I went to my car or I'm like, he's, I'm like, you know, who? He's like, I don't know, just the, you know, they came up to me and asked if I can ask you to leave, you know. So I went to my parents and I'm like, hey, you know, I, I guess this is a really strict program. <laughs> I, I went to the car and I came it's back It's super in strict. You can't be loaded. Yeah, I mean, no, no, they, no. They think, you, you know, I might be bringing heroin. drugs back into the treatment center, you know. I'm like, this is a treatment center, Dad. <laughs> you know? and I, and like, I believe Totally they were doing like... a dope fiend move on him, you know. And I'm like, and it was almost time to go anyway. Did so your I'm parents like, know that you were using too? At that time, no. No. And I was like two and a half years of using there. Wow. That's yeah, how but good I, he I've was lived that. on my <laughs> I was so bad. You're really good. I was, good. I, was so I know the well reserved. You know, sitting there all the time was like nodding up. out. My parents were, you know, he was uh, put together. It was but that's dangerous too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's super dangerous because if you're able to fly under the radar like that, you know, you're oh, able yeah. you're almost able to kind of trick yourself. Yeah. For yeah. a long time. Because So at what did. point did you realize like, oh shit, I have a problem, I probably need to stop? Um, <clears throat> it was probably like a year before I came here. Um, you know, like I have a, you know, a little sister that's using, I'm using, um, it's about, it's been about two and a half years that I'm using. I lived on my own since 17. So I, but I would go and see my parents frequently, like at least once a week and stuff. And they would see me. Um, Why but, did you but even my girlfriend out? didn't know, like I was living with my girlfriend okay. and she did not know until, until like two and a half years after. Um, you know, I was using, picking up, like I've been working, uh, like I've had solid, real solid jobs. Um, what I consider really good jobs since I was like 17. So you're like a a semi-functioning addict. Oh, oh, very functioning. (laughs) Yeah. Like highly functioning. Right. (laughs) Like Like highly functioning. Yeah. Uh, riding high. Um, but yeah, you know, that, that's actually what kind of like fucked with my head because like me, I was always telling myself like, oh, I'll go on five day Coke binges, speed binges, come back from Vegas, you know, like, um, whatever. And just like, then just go to work. It's time to go to work, like on a mission, you know, um, having to do my thing. And and since I, Oh, I'm, I got my apartment. I pay my rent. I have a good job. I have a girlfriend. Like I, you know, like I, I didn't think like I had a problem. Like that was fucking with my head. Like in my head thinking what yeah, getting high. Yeah. You know, not that just like I, I didn't hit my bottom yet. I didn't hit something that would clicked in my head that oh shit I have a problem I thought since I have things under control 
um, in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I had things kind of under, under control. Like, I didn't see it yet. I did not see it. Um, and I did have a problem. I mean, I couldn't go an hour without using whatever it was. Even, I haven't seen a crooked doctor since I was 19, you know, like getting, you know, 120 oxys, 150 Norcos, 150 Xanax, and 90 Adderall, you know? And, like, I've been doing, like, all this shit, smoking Roxy, sniffing Roxy's, um, since a young age and just like was always able to get to work, come, pay my rent, you know, um, and whatever it was like, and I, I sold, you know, most of the pills. I sold weed from like 15 to like 22. Okay. Uh, now I'm starting to see the hood kind of come out of Mark. I never yeah. knew he had it in him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I've been doing this shit for a long time, you know, um, and then, I started using about like heroin. Heroin is what brought me to my knees. Right. You know, um, or or what, you know, jump started. I was already going to my knees, but like it's what gave it that final push. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about like two years into using where like, you know, even a year into it, like fuck, finally, finally for once in my life feeling dope sick. Any sickness, any type of withdrawal from anything, you know, like I was using heavily too. Even when I would do coke or whatever, like yeah, I would sweat at work, but think like, oh, it's because I was doing coke. I'm detoxing. Or like, you know, like and I'll just get through it. Um, but like finally feeling that dope sickness was like, fuck, dude, this is a fucking problem, and it being a twenty four seven fucking hustle. Right. You know, um, having plus to do working whatever it is. on yeah. top of everything. Yeah. And then, yeah. that, then that was a thing. Um, I got laid off from my last job at a marketing firm. And like, so like last two years of, or last year and a half of my using, oh yeah, almost two years, like I wasn't working. I was just selling pills, making 2300 a month from pills, you know, and just out there on the streets, you know. Um, that's why I smoked it. Like, I think for so long, because if I didn't have that money to support like a, at least a G and a half to two G's a day, like instead of shooting a, like a half, like I would tell myself, well, fuck it. I'll just smoke two G's. I'll feel that way. You know, yeah. like I'll get that nod, you know, one way or another. Um, and then I had friends that like four close, close friends have died from overdoses and like eight of my brother's best friends that like are my my older brothers from when i was growing up all died from overdoses so i was like you know i was always sensitive to to pills or whatever it was until i gained a tolerance you know i remember when i was young i took like a norco and i threw up you know what i mean until like it got to a point where i can just like eat five of them or whatever swallow two rock uh, Mm -hmm. roxies or oxys whatever it was like i'll build it but um i was always sensitive and i thought like i would be that guy that shot you know for the first time in fucking od you know um like i have like you know, I have like, I'm very hyperactive, you know, I have like a high heart rate, like hypertension. And I always just thought like something, like something would go wrong. Like something's going to get. <laughs> I was that person too. I always thought something would go wrong. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Um, so I always knew I wanted to stop. It's been, it was like two years into my using and like for the past year before I came here, like I was like in a fucking bathroom crying to myself, like, why the fuck can't I stop? Like, why does there have to be a physical withdrawal? Like, what the fuck is my problem? I think that's like a a point where everyone hits. It's like, why can't I stop? Yeah, I know. Why can't I just stop? Yeah. People don't get it. I mean, you know, like people, my dad would be like, you know, like he thought I was on other things, but even when it was just like him thinking I'm smoking weed or maybe doing some pills here and there, it's like, why can't you stop? Like, don't be weak. I know. That's you know? what he used to say to us. And, 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 and it's so like, like, yeah. you know right you know, from like, wrong. Like, fuck. you know, it was like, I wish, Dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could just magically stop 
using heroin. Now, you know? are you guys, are there only two of you? Are yeah. you guys uh, brothers no, and sisters? Brother. We have an older brother. Is he an addict? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, he's, yes. a, he's, a, he's a heavy pot smoker. Okay. <laughs> he was an addict from like literally 13 doing acid, ecstasy, coke, speed, and around like 25, 26 when a lot of his friends started dying, just totally like stopped. And he's just been smoking weed since. And he works, has a girlfriend for like seven years. You know, they're almost about to get married. He was like talking about proposing to her. And, um, you know, they, he does his thing. Um, once he starts losing all that shit is like, I don't know. I know there's a problem there too, because yeah, mm-hmm. he's a high fucking. He well, my all day, my younger day. sister, she doesn't do like hard drugs, but she smokes a lot of pot, and yeah. she doesn't equate that with like using hard drugs. She's like, oh, I'm not an addict or an alcoholic. Exactly. I don't use hard drugs. That's how. He, mm-hmm. That's what he thinks. And, you know? but what she doesn't realize is that her thinking, <laughs> yeah, is exactly like the way I yeah. used to think. You yeah. know, and it's so it's so similar, and she just doesn't see it. You know, how old is she? She, my little sister is 18, Mm. you know, and so she just started her like running around. Oh, yeah. And and I'm, I'm watching her like reach that bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I picked her up from jail the other day and she's like, it was horrible. I thought I was going to get raped. And I was like, dude, you're like eight. 18 she's like and i was like and you were in county jail <laughs> like women don't really rape other women you know she's like it was so scary i didn't know what to do oh my god and i'm like you're you just need to calm down you'll be fine like <laughs> if this fine. is the way you want to run around this is what's gonna happen this is what's gonna happen because yeah. she had gotten hit in the face by her boyfriend's brother oh god because she's got a really big mouth Okay, so my mom calls me home at work, and she's like, oh, my God, Jamie just got beat up by Mark. Not not you. Yeah, Mark. This other guy. This other guy. Mark. Is Mark. <laughs> he's not a mehi. He's yeah. not a mehi. Stupid white he's boy, okay? He's a stupid or yeah, white? Yeah, he's a stupid <laughs> So she calls me, and she's like, Jamie just got punched in the face. And I was like, well, is she running her mouth? You know? And she's like, well, there's no reason to hit a woman. I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. But when you're running the streets and you're running your mouth, some men don't care. That's yeah, exactly sure. how my older brother was with me. Like, I would come home crying after all these things would happen to me. And he'd be like, well, bitch, what did you do? Exactly. Like, what, what did, did you, you do, do for this to happen to yeah. you? Yeah. Because I, it's amazing because girls are like, oh, I'm so helpless. Yeah. <laughs> you know? As soon as something bad happens. But when they're it's like, like some most girls, when it's like time to man up to go get some drugs or something, they're like, let's go let's do let's this. Do you know? Yeah. But yeah. as soon as something bad goes whatever. down, they're like, oh, my God, it was so horrible. <laughs> so true. so you ended up going to jail and then what what happened to you mark like the, the way i got into treatment was like you know like i said i've been wanting to stop for like a year i was like fucking crying in a bathroom myself like why the fuck can i stop my girlfriend started like you know catching on to things and hearing things through like you know some of my friends that knew what i was doing or acquaintances mm-hmm. you know not my, any of my like my boys but uh cuz i was hiding it from them too like my best friends they don't fuck they didn't do that shit you know um so i was out there running with a different crew um and you know from like different friends that like our friend you know that are friends with you know one of her friends boyfriends like heard mark did heroin you know mm-hmm. and like why is always why is mark always in the bathroom you know so she started catching <laughs> on things he's got ibs she wanted to like she, she drug tested me a first time i'm like well it's gonna come up from opiates i, I took a norco yesterday because my back hurts you know like i would always have an excuse or always, always. have something to do or somewhere to go um, <laughs> you know so like about like uh did two- she ever at any point think you were cheating on her 
Um, she no, had your no, I just wouldn't. Like, no, because <laughs> like, I was leaving. around all the time. Like I would, I would lie and say I'm going to my parents' house to do something. I'll go pick up, yeah. and then I would come back. You're like, and don't was, worry, I'm just cheating on you. With this I was black literally girl. with her 24. <laughs> 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 I was, yeah, exactly. Cheating with my girl hair on. I was with her like 24 seven, except when I went to go pick up, and then I'll come back. Mm-hmm. You know, and like we, were, I did everything. Like. We did everything together. I would wake yeah, up and I couldn't do shit together. until I used, you know? Like, I would use and I'm like, all right, let's go to the movies, let's go to the mall. Like, literally high functioning. Are you guys Band still together? Band sleep in until, no, like, 4 I've been here. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Actually, like, um, when I got here, you yeah, know, I like, don't it, know. It, got rocky, <laughs> it got rocky the past eight months. Like, technically, we weren't. And, like, she would, she would tell me, like, well, we'll see, like, once you get out, like, if I'll even give you a chance, you know? <laughs> and I didn't want it to go rocky. I didn't want us to break up. I didn't want it to go out like the How way How long did. were you guys together for? It would have been three years this January. It's a long time. Dang. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, like, about... It's <laughs> a long time So, about, me. like, two and a half years in, like, eight months before I came here... Um, I couldn't pick up that night, you know, and I like literally couldn't, she was home alone, um, or would have stayed by herself. She kind of has like an anxiety problem, you know, when she's by herself, like sometimes it's like, she'll get a panic attack mm-hmm. and I was always there for her, you Is know, and I still normie? would be. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like her mom used speed from 16 to like, like for 20 years and then like it's been off it for like 20 years and her mom's sister, her aunt. Is is still using since she was a teen. So she, she has a lot of addiction seen, in her. Oh, in her big family. time alcoholism. She that's one of the people that like you know like you either like become one of them or you see how much damage it's done and you don't. Right. And she's one of those that didn't like because of how it fucked up her family, mm-hmm. you know. So about like so I took three two milligram Xanax three Xanax bars, because um, I knew I was gonna kick. All I want to do is fucking sleep so I can wake up in the morning and go pick up, and um, like I like. So I took them, and then I woke up. Like, I, I wasn't really, you know, couldn't really go to bed off three bars. And usually I would take, like, one or yeah. even a half, and I'll knock out. You know, I stopped doing benzos when I was, like, 20 or 21 because my friends started having seizures. And I was like, fuck that. Like, this gives you seizures? Like, <laughs> fuck, I'm not going to do that yeah. shit. This stuff can kill you. You know, <laughs> like, um, but, uh, and then one, so I was fucking on bars. I ended up taking, like, another half or another one, and, um... <laughs> And then, like, around, like, 1 or 2 in the morning, like, I got up, knocked over a lamp, um, stumbled <laughs> to the bathroom, and I guess I went into her parents' room and used their bathroom. Um, <gasps> and, like, it was all fucked up. And then, like, when I came back in, like, did I, your parent, I, like, did I her put, parents see you go in there? I guess so, <laughs> yeah. Because, okay, I have, I have this really funny story. Okay, so when I relapsed this last time, I was running a room from this guy that I found off Craigslist, right? And he had, like, house rules, like, no partying, no smoking, no drinking, you know, overnight guests. Like, yeah, you know, I was clean at the time. So I was like, yeah, I could do that. So anyway, so I, I, was, I was going in and out of a, a meth-induced psychosis. And uh, my head was all turned around. And I had just, I was walking in the bathroom, which was in the hallway, kind of by his room. And I don't know what happened to me, but I must have kind of like blacked out because I, I ended up walking into his room, my <laughs> landlord, okay? I don't know this guy <laughs> at all. He's just on his computer typing away. And I look over and I'm like, oh my God. And he was like, uh, can I help you? And I was like, oh, uh, I got all turned around and I was supposed to be going to the bathroom. And, uh, yeah. And then he came up to me later in the hall and he goes, are you okay? (laughs) And and this is probably a guy who's never done drugs before. Okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, you're not going to kill yourself are you oh my god <laughs> <It's> all dramatic. 
He's like, because I don't want your ghost to haunt my house. <laughs> well, my God. That's all he cared about. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, no, I'm not going to kill myself. Not today, at least. You not know? today. But yeah, that I the walking into someone else's room or bathroom is just that's a horrible experience. Yeah, I didn't even acknowledge they it. You know? I didn't know. Yeah. She had to tell me what I did, you know, because I came back in the room. I put like her spandex on. I just, I just sleep in boxers, you know. You like, put her spandex yeah, on. Yeah, and fucking whatever. So her like, leggings. I guess once I like Little was back leggings. in the room, she went in the bathroom because that's, that's a rock her bottom. Right now. Wearing your I never kept spandex. it on me. I never kept <laughs> like my at that point I was still smoking. I never I kept it in like a little Oakley's ba- uh you know glass case i had my foil my tutor in there i i hit it in the bathroom you know and she went and searched the whole fucking bathroom and found it came into the room and was like what can she would always tell me if i find out this is true that you're doing heroin like it's done you know um and she came back into the room and she's like what the fuck is this you know um and like she had a roommate they had a roommate that was like selling weed and just moved like two weeks ago and i'm like i think it's i think it's richie's you know (laughs) like and and before i stopped richie Right when I said it's Richie's, like, I'm like, no, stop. I'm like, I have a fucking problem. Like, it, like, it wasn't even like a second after I said it. Because I've looked her in the eyes like more than like 15 times and was about to say it. Like, like I have a fucking problem. Like, yes, I do smoke heroin and I want to stop, you know, but like it just would never come out. Like I was just, you know, I was. Well, after you said bit. it. Could you, could yeah, you oh, oh, and then she smacked me like hard as fuck. You know? but <laughs> I remember it was hard, like, but I was like, oh, you know, I was just barred out. I didn't feel it, you know. And then she <laughs> called my God. best friend. He came, put me on his shoulder because she she thought I was probably overdosing because she's like, you know, you were slurring, you had fucking drool coming down, and he took me to the hospital. Out. They just put like IV in me and like let me like you know you know like rehydrate yeah yeah like get off <laughs> like, the bars i didn't show. give me anything but then you start kicking yeah and then i started kicking and then like my then she called my parents and my aunt was in town from florida and philly both two aunts and she told my parents what i've been doing marks and uh mm-hmm. in the in the hospital he's been doing heroin for like whatever long where were you nicole when this happened were you in treatment i was in treatment okay i was in treatment and yeah. i he ended up telling me like my parents didn't want me to know they didn't know. I'm sure they knew that I knew, like, about your problem, you know, because they always yeah. said stuff. Did you guys you know? kind of bond over that, that addiction secret that you guys both had? Well, yeah. we would just take yeah. care of each other. I mean, other. we took I mean, care yeah, of each other. It was that's like, what I mean. Stuff. I feel like it was that. like sick love. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like understand. I could yeah, not exactly. let. I like I knew how it felt to be dope sick. So there was no way I would let him be dope sick. You yeah, know, so it was fucked up, but I it was like I had that, his back. I kind of went through that same thing with my mom. You know, my biological mom. When I turned twenty-two, I moved back to LA with my mom, and I was adopted at the age of ten. But my mom's been a tweaker her whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, and my mom and I would get high together. And it was like, it was that sick kind of like twisted love because she knew what it felt like to come down off meth, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, and it got to a point where she was like, okay, well, I don't want to get high with you because I feel really bad about it. But then I would like, she'd be like, oh, but I left a bag somewhere, I think, (laughs) like on the floor. By yeah. the door. I dropped this you underneath know? your pillow. Yeah. But I she, dropped it in you know, your we, pipe. We Sorry. Really bonded, <laughs> we really bonded over that emotional pain mm-hmm. of yeah. addiction. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Sure. And my mom has five children, okay, and she doesn't have any of them. And uh, I had two children. I had one child at the time, and he was gone, you know. He was with my parents, and I hadn't seen him in almost a year. And I remember my mom and I would sit on the bed, and we'd be crying. And she'd be like, you know what, Ashley? She'd be like, the pain that you feel for Christopher, she's like, take that and multiply it times five. And that's how I feel every day of my life. And that was for me, it was like, holy shit. Like, I had this moment of clarity, okay, where I was like, I'm going to be like her, you know? (laughs) 
And because she, my mom was like, had been doing meth for so long that it sent her into this really bad psychosis where mm-hmm. she like always thought the cops were coming for her mm-hmm. and she'd be like peeking out the blinds. Oh, I and know like, that feeling. Always thought something was in her nose and mm-hmm. like always thought people were stealing <laughs> from her, you know? Yeah. And, and so I was like, I don't want to be that lady, you know? Like, that, like because my whole life, you know, I pretty much always thought I'm never going to be her. Right. Never going right. to be her. And then I grew up to be exactly like her and I was like, oh God. <laughs> You know, it was was a real big moment of clarity for me. So I can only imagine that you guys really bonded over that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Because you guys knew what you were going through. Right. Exactly. And like, it was like a huge secret that no one, you know what I mean, within our family. Yeah. And like, we were getting high, you know what I mean? But. And addiction is usually like a huge secret in families, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, they wouldn't let the other family members know. Yeah, especially, yeah, Yeah. our family. Oh, yeah. Like, my son's grandma, (laughs) my son's grandma, she was a tweaker for a long time, Kate. So I would come home with his dad and. And she, her eyes would be like as big as disc plates, right? And she'd be like all on the computer and stuff. And I'd be like, hey, you know, like. You know, and it was kind of like that don't ask, don't tell policy. Like, I knew she was loaded, but you just right, never you just said don't. anything. Yeah. Because it's, like, so taboo to be like, hey, do you have a problem? Right. You know, or like, I feel you're like, like a family event. Drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you on drugs? Are you fucking high? <laughs> are you high? <laughs> like, why are Nicole and Mark always so tired? <laughs> <laughs> why do you sleep sure. so much? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Why do you go to the bathroom for 12 why hours? Why do you leave? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. So and we would switch it up. He'd go in the bathroom, and I go in the bathroom. He'd do you guys go in the bathroom. <laughs> and now I'm sure, like your parents are probably just like really, like blessed that you guys are both here in treatment together. Oh yeah, yeah. my parents are. You see them. I mean, yeah. you know, like dude, your parents are, are like, ecstatic. I <laughs> know they're so stoked. They're just like really. Your, your dad, by the way. <laughs> let me just tell you, okay. Nicole and Mark's dad came to the alley, Santi Alley, dressed in like fresh Jordans, an LA shirt. This guy was pimping down the streets, right? <laughs> I know. He looked got great. Them all swagged out. Swagged yeah. out. <laughs> but that's great. You yeah, know what I mean? Cool. Love, yeah. Love my parents. Because everybody is like in your family now. It's like your whole unit is kind of way healthier. Oh, you completely. Know? Yeah. You know. And it's Definitely. cool because like you now, I feel like. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys have bonded over this whole, like, sobriety thing and getting, you know, better. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I feel like that's been really beneficial to you. Yeah, it has. Definitely it has. Because it was, like, it it sucked, you know, for a while that I knew that he was still out there using, you know, and, like, we're so close and so tight, and it's, like, I knew I couldn't be in that scene anymore if I wanted to be sober. And, like, he's my best friend. He's my brother, you know what I mean? So it was really hard. But, like, at the same time, I knew that he was going to stop one day, you know, and I would never ask him because I was like, I know how it is. Like, you you won't stop for anybody until you want to stop, you know? And so I always let him know, like, the offer is here. Like, if you want to come, you can come, you know? Just let me know. I would never bug him about it because I know how that is, you know? And he knew I cared. He knew I understood like understood too you know and like when he called me and asked me i was like hell you know i was like hell yeah you know we'll do this and i'm super proud of him he's been here he has like four months now yeah four months months. yeah i think i had like a really hard time believing that you were an addict because you came in here and you did so well i know like i i don't remember like him really ever having any problems i mean obviously we're not we're not in the same house but like you i don't remember you like you've always been like in a really good mood you're always like seem like a really positive person. Respectful. So I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't think this guy has a drug problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what like really was my rock bottom because like I am a super like optimistic guy. You always catch me smiling. Like I have mad respect and mad morals. And I heard it in a meeting when a guy was like, you know, you don't have to fucking hit the gutter. 
to hit rock bottom. Yeah. You know what a, what your rock bottom is is when um when your life deteriorates faster than your standards. Yep. So mm -hmm. like my morals and my whatever it is this high and now I'm fucking with that. Now, you know, now I'm like lying. Now I'm stealing and, and doing bad shit all to the people I love. And it was like really fucking with me, you know? Mm -hmm. And having a sister in treatment is like kind of what like, you know, when you get to AA and like you, people talk about like you see, you see like people with something you want. Like that's what happened to me. Like she's been, she's. I would be coming in on family day and seeing her every weekend, and like, she, you know, she gained her weight back, color in her face, just like doing good, you know. And I knew it was something I wanted, and fucking, um, you know, before that, like when I got caught, my friend took me to the hospital, and like my parents came and shit. My mom was like, "We're gonna take him home," because when my friend was there, he's like, "I can get Suboxone and Mark can detox off this stuff." So she told my girlfriend that I'm gonna, I'm taking Marky, <laughs> I'm taking Marky home with me, and. And then I never returned. I never went back to my girlfriend's house, and it's been rocky since. But, like, I went home, did suboxone for, like, four days. I think four and a half days. And I don't know if I – I was on suboxone, but that shit – I don't know. I can, could still kind of feel the kick. And then on the fifth day, just went back up to Santa Ana, picked up, and was doing it, like, the last eight months before I came here. And my parents didn't know. They thought I detoxed, and I was just off it. Like, you mm -hmm. know, they didn't know I was using again until, like, you know, like uh, – a few weeks before I came here, two weeks before I came here, I went up to, I called Nicole and I asked, hey, do you think it's a good idea if I come up here? And she was like, fuck yeah, you know, like, let me get on it. And then I told my parents the same thing. Hey, do you think it's a good idea if I go where Nicole's at? And they were like, well, yeah, because they, they always were suspect, you know, like, right. yeah, I'm doing good and this and that. But like they knew I like I've been getting high for so long, you know, like I'm talking about weed and alcohol that they only knew of, you know, that mm -hmm. oh, they go, I just, you know, I was drinking or I was smoking last night. They didn't know it was coke, heroin, all this shit, you know, pills. Um, so that was like. Like literally everything, I wasn't working, I fucked over all like my parents, my girlfriend, um shit like just got out of hand one sense I, I always thought i had shit under control it finally got out of control you know my best of friends i stopped hanging out with them they're fucking good dudes you know what i mean and like do you talk to them now yeah 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 i do fuck yeah and um there's one there's one that like i'm not but i need to i'm going to i'm just waiting till i get to my immense part so i can make it properly you know what i mean i don't want to jump the gun on it yeah so because i know like when we talk i, I just I, i'm gonna say sorry like dude sorry i've been like you know like ever since i got a girlfriend i just like kind of disappeared from all the guys you know that, that kind of like, tends to happen when you yeah. get relationships. But yeah. it was more like the using, because I would have the girlfriends that, like, my girlfriend came with me to hang out with my boys, and my boys liked my girl, you know? Like, my exes, mm -hmm. you know? And, like, they, she would come with me and ride with me everywhere, you know? Like, that's just how I am, and I was always like that. But it was just because I had two girls, heroin and my girlfriend, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so the other one, heroin, was, like, the yep. one taking me away, you know? Mm -hmm. So I need to explain all that shit to them. But, you know, knowing she was here, she was sober, I saw something I wanted, fucking, I was, you know, I've already been to the point where I've been crying and wanted to stop, you know what I mean? Like, why the fuck can't I stop? And and just, I was ready, I needed it, you know? I was, like, getting sick and tired of it. Yeah. Came in, like, uh, like 10 days after my 29th birthday, you know? Like, I was like, fuck this, I'm not going to hit 30 like this. Right. You know? And, and I remember you, sh you sharing about that at the, uh, the M2 meeting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was like, you know, it's my 29th birthday coming up here. You know, I came in before my 29th birthday and I didn't want to be 30 doing this same shit. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah. And that's why I turned around and I was like, wait a minute, that guy's almost 30? There's no way. I was like, who is that guy? They're like, that's Nicole's brother. I was like, 
Nicole. <laughs> and then I, and then I kind of started to see the resemblance, you know. Yeah. They're a good-looking pair. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Their their whole family is very attractive. It must be the Mexi. It's the Mexi. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but then, I mean, that's really cool, Nicole, because you kind of like set an example for your older brother. You know what I mean? You kind of set the pace for your family. Yeah, yeah. I How guess. does that feel? It's, it's no, crazy. No, you definitely do. I mean, yeah, 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 she did. Because it was always like, me, whatever it is. And like, I was so sister. sloppy, man. Like, out there, I was <laughs> oh so God, ridiculous. Bad. Twacked out, just like hotels, out, never home. Coming she home, red, <laughs> red eye, you know, just like fucked up. And like my parents knew it and I was obvious, you I know. I feel you, not secretive So obvious, all. hair not done, you know, like just so. You smell like the 70s when you walk in the room. <laughs> yeah. Always, you know, and. And we don't realize what we look like. You know, I know, I thought I looked good. Like I was like, <laughs> oh, you know, all skinny, you know. <laughs> Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think Dark I, was, I was wearing like like a child's extra large. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Size so zero. Good. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah. So it's it's crazy, you know. Like I just did what you know my heart told me to do and stay here and you know hopefully like to get my brother and when he is ready and it's happening and like life is good, you know, and like everything happens for a reason and you know I don't regret anything. I had a relapse yeah. and like did some crazy shit here but like i've learned from it you know and like and sometimes you know relapse is what it takes dude it's yeah, yeah for like sure that's what it really for is sure like yeah. i don't you know for like sure. not everyone has to go through that but for me that's what i needed because it was the first mm-hmm. time me getting sober knowing anything about aa you know and uh, thinking i got this and that was like a little slap in my face like listen you know what i mean like yeah. you are powerless like you can't do this on your own you know and and I was like, damn, even though I wanted to be sober, like this happened, you know? Right. And like, I, so my emotional state at that point was crazy. I like, everyone saw me, like I was devastated. It was a pretty emotional bottom It was emotional. Yeah. That that was like really, really emotional for me. I, I felt like a piece of shit, you know what I mean? And and like, I, I look back now and it's what I needed. And like, I'm, I'm here today, you know, I have eight months and I never thought that was gonna happen. I thought I was gonna do 90 days and leave and... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm stoked for my life, stoked that Mark's here and like my family's back, you know, like where everything's just getting better and yeah. and it's crazy. I know, I know for me, like I had to go through relapse too in order to like realize like if I don't do this shit, like I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, because I was out for three weeks when I relapsed and like I lost my car. I lost my boyfriend. I lost my job. I lost my place to live in three weeks, dude, and end up back in jail. I was like, this this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like if like I don't that stop, it gives you that motivation, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like, I this is all the shit I need to do to work on me and get better. Right. And my life, like even people that I know that saw me when before I relapsed are like, You are so much better off just in this last eight months than you ever were in those eighteen months. You were right. Clean. Yeah. Because sure. you it really like I feel like relapse sometimes really kicks your ass in high gear. Yeah. It really definitely. Does, you know? Definitely. So you know, I don't regret anything, and and I'm I'm happy today. You know. Yeah. So. And you you guys seem really happy, but you know yeah, the sure. the most important like part of this whole radio show is that we are able to talk about our bottoms because you know like we have to remember where we came from. Yeah, oh, completely. To keep it fresh in our minds, you know, and so it's really important for people that are listening, you know, to know like, oh shit, like this is where it's gonna take me. Or, yeah. This is where I was you know yeah like last night i don't know it just i was about to go to bed you know and i just had this like like out of nowhere something popped in my head where like i almost had 
like I remember I almost overdosed, you know, and and like that feeling of I looked in the mirror and told like the people I was with, like, yo, I'm about to fall out, you know, and I and it was like the first time, you know, that's something I came close and and. I don't know, like, that feeling of I, I thought, like, something was going to happen because I, at that point, like, I didn't want to die, you know what I mean? Like, I I was miserable, but I was like, dude, one day, you know, one day it will get better. But, um, you know, I just had this, like, crazy, horrible, like, feeling when all that happened. And, and out of nowhere last night, it just popped in my head, and, like, I felt that feeling, and I was like, dude, I never want to go back there. Like, I never, it was like a reminder, like, out of nowhere, you know? I never want to feel like that again. I you never, said yo so... in your dream. <laughs> She's yep. like, yo, I'm about to fall yo, out. I'm about to fall. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you guys are doing is, no, I'm about to fall is out. amazing. And like on my behalf, like me and my brother were also very active using and like we're only a couple years apart from each other and we were both on different scales of like the fucked upness yeah. of everything. Mm-hmm. And like the way that it is now is like so ins- like insane. Like the family feels like it's being brought together, you know, because we're both healing in different right. ways. Mm-hmm. And like I think that it's so powerful to like you know bring each other up. And yeah. The way that you guys are like doing for each other. Like if I didn't have my br- if my brother wasn't here and wasn't like like t- you know telling me like fucking help yourself like you're gonna right. you, you can do this you know mm-hmm. i would probably be somewhere in a fucking gutter like yeah doing god knows what yeah so. which is crazy because i i've seen your uh, rua's brother before he got clean and that kid was a mess mm-hmm. <laughs> at 13 years old this kid was a mess <laughs> and i was his enabler like <laughs> the way you guys were talking about helping each other like yeah. i would cut my arms and legs off for him if he needed them yeah like we didn't really like ever get high together like that but if he mm-hmm. needed something i was going to do it for him yeah right away and now i still feel that way but it's in a positive in a positive way, way for mm-hmm. sure you know what i mean yeah, you know? it's crazy because i feel like you know there's always that one person that can definitely set the tone for families mm-hmm. you know for me it's like i was out using for a really long time and so my family kind of got used to me not being there and it was kind of like you know a state of chaos and now because yeah. i've been clean for so long and not just because i've been clean but because i've changed Right. You know, and just the person that I am today is completely different from who I was, mm-hmm. has completely changed the whole dynamic of our family. Oh, completely. And yeah. it's it's such a blessing. Yeah, it, it really, really is. It really is, for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. totally. you never, like, I don't know, for me, it was like, I wanted my family, but I didn't really want my family when right. I was loaded. Right. It was kind of, they were kind of like a nuisance. Yeah. It's like, dude, Go I away. just want to get, get high. high. Yeah. Leave me alone. Leave me Can I have alone. some money? Yeah. Can I have money, yeah. please? <laughs> I need some gas. I'm lucky that I have 50 bucks. I, I don't know, about 17, I kind of got past the point of asking my parents for money. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to go out and do a bunch of crazy, stupid things to get money. Yeah. You know? Might as well <laughs> steal cars and yeah. I, I milked that shit for a know? while. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stuck on the, stayed on the tit for a real long time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the baby. But I just want to thank you guys for coming on the show. I really of appreciate course. you guys. Thank you yeah, thank for asking. And I had a lot of fun. It was cool. It was great. So Thank you. All right, guys. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Thank you, Rua. Adios. You were awesome. Thanks, Rua. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> Ashley. Rua. Thank it. you, Ashley. It was awesome. Do we say bye? Yeah. <laughs> bye. Bye, Shocks. Adios. Bye, Shocks. See you later, bro. <laughs> That's my bottom.